Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from 2 Corinthians in chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Now I, Paul, beseech you by the meek, meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent am bold toward you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, for with I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ's, let him of himself think this again, that as he is crisis, even so are we crisis. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed, that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. For his letters, say they, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is, is weak and his speech contemptible. Let us such as one think this, that such as we are in word by letters when we are absent, such will we be also indeed when we are present. For we dare not make ourselves of number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reach not unto you, for we are come as far as unto you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we should be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. To preach the gospel in regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. Here we are blessed uh, to have the wisdom of God as to how we are to conduct ourselves amongst non-believers, de demonstrating the personality of God. We are not to boast ourselves and be glory seekers. We are not to compare ourselves one with another, but perform the holy and righteous commands of God. As did Jesus Christ, 
followed by his hand-picked apostles, including this apostle, Paul. All glory belongs to God. Let no man ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Be the living expression of God's kindness. Kindness in your face. Kindness in your eyes. Kindness in your smile. Mother Teresa. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory again this morning. Because again this morning, as we came to full consciousness, we realized again today that you are God and you are God alone, and we thank you. We realize again, God, as your word instructs us, God, that no man come to you except you draw them. Thank you. We know, God, that it's you that have made us and not we ourselves. Thank you. And we ask you again this morning, Holy Father, if you'd be so kind to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. And that again today, God, that you will continue to envelop us in your favor, allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to overtake us as we go with healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation. God, as we move forward to perform the task that you set for us today, keep us reminded, Holy Father, that you promised in your word that you would never leave us nor forsake us, and you've demonstrated it through time as is recorded in the annals of history. God, that you've always been there for the obedient. As the psalmist said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed baked bread. So again this morning, we know that the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But we also know, as the scripture teaches us, with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you're for us, then who can be against us? With this promise, with this word, God, trusting you by faith with the baptism of your spirit, we march on, we move forward this morning, God. And as we move forward, God, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory. We're asking you, God, again today, if you look on all the sick and the shut-in everywhere, we pray with them and for them, God, for a speedy recovery, get them back on their feet, God, like only you can. We pray, God, as you continue to move by your spirit and help those that have lost their way, those that have been manipulated by Satan, God, and they're falling away from the truth. We ask you, God, again today to intervene into their lives, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. But we know this morning, God, that you said in order to please you, we have to have faith in you. And the faith that we have in you is instructed by your word. God, that we got to hear your word by a preacher that you have sent and are commissioned, God, to go and preach the gospel. And we know, God, that the preacher that's really sent to preach the gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise, God, that those that are, know that they're preaching with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence because we are the, the the source, God, we the medium by which, God, the knowledge of the, the light of the knowledge of the gospel, God, is to reach the ears and the, get into the heart of the people is by the preacher. God, so I'm asking you again this morning that every pastor everywhere, every preacher of the gospel, God, when we have the opportunity to stand before your people to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ, God, that we do it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. God, but we do it as we say, God, with purpose, because we know that the gospel 
It takes faith, God, to believe you. And it takes God hearing your, the word, understanding the word. God, and when we're in a dark moment, God, we don't give up on you, God. When you don't work it out, when we want it to work it out, we don't quit. We don't lose our perspective about who you are, God, but we hold fast, God, knowing that at your discretion, in your time, when you decide to do it and to move, you will prove yourself in our life. So give us a mind to say yes, God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, God, in the preachers, God, this is our purpose because there'll still be people that's in the Christian religion that don't know and don't know that they don't know the full intended purpose of the gospel, God, because you gave the gospel to help us to know how to live the life that you want us to live and to help us to be educated about what you spoke in the beginning, what you have done down through the ages, God, and you're still ready to do that again on this ninth day of October 2023. God, you're ready to heal. You're ready to deliver. You're ready to save. God, you're ready to restore God in the name of Jesus the Christ. So, God, refresh every pastor, refresh every preacher. God, that we preach, God, because there'll still be those, again, I say, they don't know and they don't know that they don't know what understanding and coming into compliance with the gospel, seeking you in sincerity and the truth. They don't understand what you will do for them, God, when they submit to you in humility, God, but they don't read the scripture. They don't study your word, God. So we that are preachers, God, and are pastors in particular, that we preach and teach, God, your word, God, hallelujah. We're not doing it, God, but so we can get paid some exorbitant amount of money. We're not doing it because we're afraid of what somebody's going to say about us. We're not going to preach the gospel in no fashion because we're afraid, you know, that somebody that we know could do us a favor may not do the favor now. God, but we're going to preach it because you're God. You've commissioned us. This is our conviction this is our trust, and we're going to preach it. We're going to teach God. We know, God, hallelujah, that the people, that the devil doesn't like the preacher. He doesn't like you, God. The devil hates you. So those of us that are yielding to your word that you're using to manifest the truth, God, hallelujah, we know, God, that the enemy is seeking God to get to the people that we minister to, the sheepfold that we shepherd. But God, but we trust you this morning that you'll continue to let your anointing flow, hallelujah, as your truth reach the ears of <clears throat> God, <clears throat> those particularly, God, every pastor that the sheepfold that we shepherd, God, as the truth hit their ears, God, it'll enter into their hearts and they will turn away from the darkness that they're in, from their friends that have lured them away, talking about secular and turn worldly and things, God, temporary things, temporary fixes, God, but we, God, want to help them to understand that you allow people into our lives. God, allow, allow us into other people's lives to help them to realize we're not after a temporary fix. We want a permanent regeneration. We want to be born again of the spirit and of the water as Jesus prophesied <clears throat> to Nicodemus and he brought that prophetic utterance to fulfillment on the day of Pentecost. This is what we want to do. We want to impact the people in that fashion. So, God, we're asking for refreshing for every pastor, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that even when, God, because the economy is in the state that it's in, God, prices on so many things are fluctuating, they're up and down, it's because the people that are in control of the production of the things that the, the, the common man needs, God, that they... Just in their minds, the way they are, they're doing things is that they're not going to lose. 
God, they're making God the consumer pay the price, God. But we know that there's a day coming that they're going to have to pay the price because they're manipulating and they're taking advantage of your people. God, we know that you don't like it because we look across time. God, we see, hallelujah, that from time to time you took out vengeance on the people that took advantage of other people. God, and we thank you and we praise you this morning. God, again, I say, God, I'm asking you, God, we send your word. We send the Holy Ghost by faith in Jesus' name to Washington, D.C., to captivate the mind of those people up there that's playing around like little boys and girls on a playground. God, they're getting angry with one another because they won't agree with them and all this stuff. And there's people's livelihoods are at stake. Their lives are at stake. God, so let the Holy Ghost, let your spirit, God, just sweep on Washington, D.C., in the Congress, in the Senate, in the House of Representatives, God, in all these branches, the executive, the judicial, and the legislative, God, branches of the government. Move, God, breathe in them. But we know, God, that God, that these in these last days, that these are the kinds of things that are going to take place. But we also know, God, that we, you're going to prepare your people. Thank you, sir. You're preparing your people for those of us that will hear, for those of us, God, that will give ear to what you're saying. God, because the preacher, you said, would preach and teach with knowledge and understanding of that knowledge that we'll know how to prepare and get ourselves in position, God, that whenever you lose your indignation, your wrath, and your fury, God, that we're going to be able to survive because of the wisdom of your word, God, that will be enlarged in us, God, that will come to fruition in us by faith in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, and we're asking you, God, for those that uh, have lost loved ones this morning, that you strengthen their hearts, that you raise them up, strengthen them, comfort them, God, that they can move forward, God, or like only you can do, Lord, for those in every home, God, turn every home into a God-presence home, if you'd be so kind. God, that the one in the home, God, that really seek you as they pray to you, they pray, God, hallelujah, and they invite the family to come and to pray together, God. And when they begin to realize, when they pray together, when they seek you together, when they read your word together as a family unit, God, that they will find, God, that there will be uh, the intervention of the Holy Ghost in that home, that all the bickering and the disagreement and the arguing, God, with the, the parents in the home and now the children, God, hallelujah, in some homes where the children, God, they are adults, God. And when I say adults, I mean that they are 21 years old and older. God, that they're in the homes, God. And they, but they are there as dependents, God. And in these homes, cause the parents to seek you, that you will empower them to let the people that live in their home that are dependents, to know that there are rules in the home that is guided by your word that they must live by. Hallelujah. God, and when they pray and they are fast if they need to, God, and have to, to get your attention. And when you begin to move in that home, you'll turn things around in that home and they will get to the church house, God, and they'll begin to do the things that are instructed. You instruct us by your word to do and salvation will come to that home. And for that, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. We ask you, God, to look on all the sick and the shut in everywhere. God, that as whatever sickness or disease that have befallen them, God, as they pray and they seek you in sincerity, 
And in truth, God, you're going to move by your spirit and we pray with them and for them. God, that as they pray, Lord, forgive me anywhere and everywhere I failed you in word and deed or in thought. God, and they're going to pray out of the depths of their heart that when you see, God, and you hear the genuineness, you perceive, God, the genuineness because you know that even before they can think to say what they're going to say, you already know it. And when you hear that genuine Godness, God, that's crying out to you in sincerity, you're going to get them out of those sick beds and back on their feet, astounding those around them, God, and causing them to tell people, hallelujah, that those people kept believing in God and they'll begin to believe in you, Lord. God, and when they turn their hearts, you're going to save them too from this underworld generation. So help us to understand, God, and help us as pastors and preachers and leaders and God, those that have the indwelling of your spirit, as we have witness to chance and opportunity to witness, to help other people to understand that sometime, God, you allow some things to happen in our lives to get us to the place that we need to be, that when we talk about how much we love you, when we talk about you, you first in our life and, and we say these things in front of people, sometimes you allow these things to happen in our lives to help the people that we share and testify to God to see that when these things come upon us, that we endure, that we hold on, and you can bring us through and you bring us out, that they will begin to seek you in sincere and in truth because we know that you've saved us and that by us others shall be saved. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And for those that have lost their way because of leaning, God, to their own vain imagination, their own thoughts, they allow their feelings and their emotions to control their decision-making. God, they're walking after the flesh rather than walking in the spirit. They're contrary to your word, God, so they can't be looking to you as they are for deliverance and for help. God, but when they turn and repent because they've heard the truth and they cry out, Lord, please forgive me anywhere and everywhere that I failed you. I rebelled against you. I turned away. I let the enemy manipulate my thinking. I allowed my flesh, God, to control my decision-making. But God, please forgive me. And when you hear that cry, God, in sincerity, move by your spirit, God, and will help us to help others to understand that when these things happen, when they pray, some people are just praying for a temporary fix. We just want to get out of the, 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 the moment right now where they are, God, that because of the hurt, the setback, and all they're praying, and all they're praying is to get out of that situation, God. But sometimes you drag them through it, you pull them through it, because you want them to get it in their heart that you, they're looking, God, for you to do permanent things in their life. Salvation, God, Hallelujah! The Holy Ghost come came, and it's in every believer. It didn't come to leave us, Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. We thank you, God. We give you honor. We give you glory. Again today for your goodness and for your mercy. God, again, I say just restore God this financial independence and self-sufficiency like only you can, God, helping people to see. If you don't give up on God, God will be there for you. Even if he has to allow you to come through dark times and seem like the darkness won't end, God. But hallelujah, you're always there with us. You're right there with us because you said you would never leave us. Help us to understand that. Help us to help others to understand that that we don't lose our focus, God, because you inspired it to be written for our edification and exhortation. The story of Job, the richest man in the land where he lived. God, but you allowed him, you allowed Satan, you told Satan about him. 
and let Satan take God just hold on him to it's had Satan had the nerve to even say to you according to your word, I'll make him curse you to your face. God, but Job held on. Without the Holy Ghost, Job held on. So help us, God, in the church dispensation to realize we have more than Job had, God, because we have the dwelling of your spirit. It just came on Job, God, hallelujah. But help us today. Grant restoration. God, in the name of Jesus. God, just move, God, repair the breaches in our lives that we can get our financial independence back. God, that we can take care of our responsibilities as we ought. We can do the things for our families that we should. And we can be a greater financial help to our local assemblies. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. And as we, God, seek to, for that day that the Lord Jesus is going to stand in the clouds, keep us reminded, God, that you're going to maintain our cause. You're going to continue to lead and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. God, that you're going to continue according to your riches and glory supplies for whatever it is that we need to do and to be your charge. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in every cry, God, those of us that have been regenerated and hold fast to your word, those that desire to be saved, God, when you hear that cry, baptize them too with the Holy Ghost that they too will have the dwelling of the Christ of God that's going to empower us to be caught up and meet the Lord in the air when Jesus stands in the clouds with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And hallelujah, and as the scripture instructs us, God, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then those that are alive and remain on the earth shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And again, this morning, Holy Father, this is my hope. And I know this is the hope of everyone that believe and trust your gospel in like fashion. God, those that have received the baptism of your spirit and are holding on, God, through the hardships and the trials, God, we know, hallelujah, that we're going to be caught up to meet him in the air and shall forever be with the Lord, so saith the scripture. Again, this morning, this is my prayer. We thank you and we praise you and we believe it so because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and we thank you, God. Good morning, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle and you keep it in that order. Walk in obedience to your word because the scripture helps us to know it is better to obey than to sacrifice. So you keep telling yourself I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. And at God's discretion, he's going to move in your life and fulfill these promises to you. So you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.